A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, ladies. Hello, ladies. I'm about to do a champagne pop live on air. Getting Another us in the Grace O'Neill ASMR moment. A festive, exciting mood. I feel like as soon as December hits, everyone is just <laughs> wasted all the time. Gorgeous. December's so fun. I kind of forgot that December was fun. <laughs> I know. It's also funny because it's really fun in like when we're back home because it's obviously summer and it doesn't get dark and everyone's out and about, but then it's also equally fun for the first time ever in like London because everyone's out and about and there's so many parties on but it's freezing it's like the northern hemisphere has adapted to December being depressing by yeah making it really fun yes we're leaning into speaking of which I was just at a really fun party I really wish you were there yes tell me so Grace O'Neill's in New York City again I mean Mm -hmm. I guess you weren't just in New York but you were in the US like a month ago Yes. A jet setter. Jet setting around, went to this Moet and Shandon party, basically. I didn't really know. With a lot of these press trips, you don't fully know what you're there for till you arrive. And I didn't realize it was this. I thought it was just a very, like, sophisticated and low-key little cocktail party. And it was, like, a full-blown, wild, fun time. And basically... They were celebrating end of year, had this, I realized afterwards they had these big parties in different places around the world. Like there was one in Sydney. Mm. There's going to be one in Paris, I think. And they had like surprise musical artists playing at each one. But I didn't know. I was like a mushroom. I was just kept in the dark. Didn't know what was <laughs> happening. <laughs> I, I like looked up and seen a Miller walked in and like, she's like a gorgeous London girl. So we've seen her a couple of times, but she looked great. 
Then I was like, oh, my God, it's Daniel Kaluuya. I just watched Nope on the plane. So Mm. that was exciting. I was going to watch Nope. How was that? It was good. I would say it was my least favorite of the Jordan Peele movies, but still very good. Okay, yeah. And Kiki Palmer's amazing. Yes. And she's pregnant. I know. Gorgeous girl. Revealed on SNL in a sexy outfit and it said she was 29 and I was like, you're too young for a child. (laughs) Oh my God, really? A teen mom. Yes. Yeah. And then Jessica Chastain was there as well. She's like extremely beautiful. And then they were like, there's going to be a surprise musical performance. So I don't know. I think just from years working at these things, you just get a bit jaded. Like I was like, oh, it's going to be I don't know, some like DJ I haven't heard of or someone who's cool, but I'm not going to understand. And then we got ushered into this. Lo and behold, we got ushered into this little room and then Mariah Carey walked out. I was like, (laughs) what? They were playing fantasy. During December. The Mariah Carey. She looked amazing. She played three songs and not a minute more. She was like... Yes, I love it. I was going to say three songs is like all they get paid for. Three songs is all they do. They walk away with their check, but it's worth every second. It was just... It was such iconic behavior. Her her dress strap popped. It was like either a diamond or like crystal strap. And it popped off and she was like, I need my tailors to come out here. So the tailors were sewing her back into it and she was singing about her team as they were doing it. So like an extra little... So she did Fantasy, We Belong Together, and All I Want for Christmas is You, which like everyone was oh going God. off for. I'm just not like a Christmas. I know, I but know. that's such an iconic. It's just like, yeah, it's Christmas. She had it's to. December. Mariah Carey's <laughs> singing All I Want for Christmas is You in New York City. It was ba- So then I looked up in the rafters and there was like the little VIP section, even though it was already very small. And it was Alexa Demi. Gorgeous girl. Oh my god, gorge. Taylor Russell, another gorge gorgeous well. girl. And M. Rada, and she just is so cute. And she was just like dancing around and like filming for a TikTok. And I was just like, <laughs> I see you. I know exactly where this video is ending up. And then, yeah, basically, Mariah has the most amazing voice, but like the acoustics were, were like just that little bit quiet where people were trying to sing along and it was like embarrassing. Like I was trying to sing along to We Belong Together, and I was like, this is bad. For, for me, like I can hear myself, yes. <laughs> yes, and I'll be in other people's videos. So I was like mouthing along. Yeah, that's always me in the back of um everyone's videos. What was the one that so we well, we went to Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar, Lamar, and that white yes. girl knew like every word to every single song, and she was singing so loudly. She was like America. <laughs> oh yeah, and she was like America. She like whispered it to herself. <laughs> yeah that was i was in the back of i was singing like insanely loudly in the back of every single person's videos at primavera during charlie xx and it makes you feel sick when people upload it onto instagram and you can hear yourself (laughs) and you're just like this is so illegal i can't believe it this like really trendy cool girl who who, like i just happened to be claire barrow who's obviously like the fucking coolest girl to ever come out of London was like right beside me and was filming and and uploaded it and I and like I don't I don't know her she was just with my friends but I can hear my voice and her stories like screaming my you fucking send her a cease and desist illegal I like, no. request <laughs> yeah I I wish I was like ten percent better 
at singing because I don't even my voice is so noticeably bad that if everyone's like singing in the car or we're doing karaoke like it's 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 very very bad yeah I was talking about karaoke last night because it's obviously the time of year for mm-hmm. Christmas Tis I mean my season. boyfriend organized his Christmas party last week and then came home at six in the morning on FaceTime video to his workmates who were still in the office no. screaming down the phone. I was like, I was like, yeah, cease and desist. I was like, please get the <laughs> fuck out of here. And then they'd, they'd done a karaoke night and um, it sounded really, really fun. But I was, we were talking about how we we're talking about karaoke songs and then how karaoke is like the one time when it really does work to have a terrible voice. If you like pull it off and if you just mm-hmm. lean in and if you're a good singer, it's embarrassing. Uh, yeah I'd agree one of the girls in the crowd was a good singer and she was singing we belong together and she was like singing and I was like just stop stop. but then I was like she can't give herself a bad voice when she's singing along like it's you're kind of in a predicament if you have a good but I feel like I feel like you can turn it off I do feel I can make my voice much better than I (laughs) sing sing at karaoke I do think because my voice is terrible obviously I lean into the terribleness of it I mean, we've sung. I've sung on the pod before, Grace. Never forget, Jare Jare, the Jare um, song. And I sung. I think I sung some Shiva song once. Yeah. What's the best karaoke songs? My my new favorite is "Touch Myself." Oh, that's a good one. Yes, and then obviously Shania Twain. Yeah, man, I feel like a woman. Something like truly comes over me when that comes on. I remember being <laughs> in the Bumble Marquee at the Melbourne Cup. <laughs> Rest in peace. And I, um, that song came on and I just turned into like a crazed animal and I was like dancing with the honey badger and it was just not, <laughs> it wasn't okay. <laughs> and another girl I worked what with, I just caught her eye and she was just standing back being like, what is happening? And I was like, I don't know, but I'm just, I'm just in it. Shania does Speaking something of honey badger, I mean, I think this is a completely different season of The Bachelor and I'm going to sound so uneducated but for some reason at like midnight last night I ended up on Abby Chatfield's Instagram Gorgeous. and was like scroll I was basically scrolling through and got weirdly interested in whether she was still with her boyfriend or not you know how she started dating mm-hmm. that other bachelor guy doesn't look like they are haven't posted together since June obviously everyone in Australia knows all of the above because it's probably been a news story I feel sad about that I got like weirdly good third-hand energy off that same Union. and the last thing they posted last thing she posted was something i think for his birthday in june and then he posted this really cute pic of her um for her birthday and all this stuff's still up so you know how when you when someone breaks up with someone and then one of them deletes it and you know there was just like something naughty and bad happened but they've mm. both left them up and i'm hoping for reconciliation um but anyway i realized that she she's so clever and smart and i'm just proud of her in a non condescending way like she she's gotten signed to this tv thing and interview and is interviewing like the craziest people she interviewed she sat down on a couch and interviewed billy eilish for like ages i'm just so yeah i feel the same i'm so proud of her too she is the best thing to come out of the australian bachelor ever by far a hundred and then i was like oh we had her on the pod we need to remember all the great people we've had on the pod and send people that way I know. And she released, like, a, a, a beer for girlies. Did she? Yeah. It's really nice. Special. Nice and special. Um, the new – they're doing some, like, crazy shit in Australia. I was manically texting you. I was in a weird, like, episode texting you everything that had ever happened. And I was like, yes. the 
the bachelor in Australia this year is three bachelors and like two a normal looking, boring, like white clean cut bachelors. And there's like a random MGK style like twink in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) And all three of them are bachelors. Three bachelors. And why is it that like at least have three totally different vibes or three like having two who are like look the same and a, a similar vibe and this random naughty boy in the middle. How what? does it even work having three bachelors? I don't understand. That. And they're allowed to have sex this season. Ooh. Yuck. They're just trying so hard <laughs> to make better. It's weird because the bachelor in America I don't know, it just feels really outdated now and like just too boring because when you look at all the other crazy shows, like Love is Blind, you're yeah. just like, or Married at First Sight. You're like, if you're not getting married within 30 seconds of being on the TV screens, what's the point of this? But then The Bachelor in the US is still, I don't know, a thing or interesting. I mean, I haven't watched it in a few seasons, but. Yeah, I don't know why they can't just get it right again. They just lost, I think, like Laura and Matt E. Maddie are the last successful ones they just haven't been able to like recreate the formula again yeah i still want to know i'll go to my deathbed never knowing if that was a a ruse if those two already knew each other and it was a setup and she was going to win the whole time i feel like yes feels like a ruse yeah (laughs) a ruse (laughs) okay speaking of tv romances actually can i tell you about my favorite story of the week I would love to hear. I've se- I'm seeing headlines about this over here, but I need your investigative yes. journalism. So the Daily Mail got obsessed with figuring out <laughs> whether these two Good Morning America co-hosts, Amy Robach and TJ Holmes, whether they were having an affair. And so the Daily Mail got into like this investigative journalism like hole and were stalking these two TV journalists. And basically found out and uncovered that they were bussing. This is crazy. These guys have been hosting Good Morning America. So they've okay. So they've been hosting the ABC's afternoon spinoff of Good Morning America, <laughs> which is already hilarious. So they're not even like massively famous since 2020, and have apparently developed a very charming banter-heavy on-air dynamic. So they were publicly friends outside of their professional lives and are said to have socialized together with their spouses. So Holmes was married to an attorney and Robach was married to an actor. And then basically there's been rumors about them having an affair at ABC for years. Mm -hmm. But there's mixed reports about when it started. And a page six source is claiming it started in August while they were going through marital troubles. And another says it started in March when they were training for a marathon together. And, yeah, basically another source said to the Daily Mail that things turned romantic in June of this year when the pair went to London to cover the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. But basically the Daily Mail's, like, found them. That's also so sexy. They're going to London on a work trip together and staying at a hotel and, I was literally like, going into each that. other's rooms. And they would have had a little, like, a little forbidden bus that's so nice for them. He's so hot. I'm, like, stoked for her. Yes, and so the Daily Mail found them, stalked them to an Irish bar in Times Square and were taking photos of them sitting inside the (laughs) Irish bar touching. (laughs) At the bar, bystanders who spoke to the Daily Mail claimed they were totally into each other and that Robach was dancing, then practically fell into his lap, laughing so hard. 
and the photo. Fo- this is the cut, and the photos they do seem blissfully oblivious to the weirdness of their surroundings. Good for them. Do you think it's okay for the Daily Mail to do this? A- okay, A, is it okay for the Daily Mail to do this? B, why is infidelity more interesting when it's like C or D list celebrities? Like the try guys that, you know, I'm like, why do people care about it more? I guess because you know it's not manufactured. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I feel like infidelity is also very, a very hot topic when it comes to A-listers. Remember, I don't know why it's popping into my head, but um, Kristen Stewart hooking up with her Snow White director when she was going out yes. with Robert Pattinson. That was like crazy. <laughs> we haven't had a scandal like that in so long of like big celebrities getting caught cheating. These guys went to a cottage and barely left the house while a fire roared in the heath all weekend. Those are quotes. Then photos were taken as they were leaving as they were leaving, show Holmes repeatedly tapping Robash's butt while they pack up the car. <laughs> She's just tapping his butt. So yeah, and then because of this, when the Daily Mail released their report, both of them have deactivated their Instagram accounts, but then are carrying on on the show as if nothing has happened. <laughs> So they have oh to like work God. together and be on TV and just pretend that they're co-hosts and nothing has happened. But then like all these office people are talking to like page six and stuff about what's happening when they're in the office. What is it? What have they said? What's the vibe in the office? Must be very tense. So page six says that they arrived at the studios on Thursday morning as a couple to tape their segment without any fuss. Appeared on screen at 1pm with the usual flirty energy and no mention of the report. And then on Friday's segment, she joked, it's been a great week. I just want this to keep going and going, to which he said, speak for yourself. Oh, how do you feel about like, I don't know. I feel like those the work affair thing is such a like sexy vibe. But then if it all came out, I feel like you'd suddenly get the ick and be like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's like hard to tell when you are in something like that, whether you actually really like them or whether you like them because it's naughty. Um, but it would also be very intense to like be casually or like secretly hooking up with someone and then for the whole world to know immediately or like even your whole office to know. And then you're just like, well, I guess now I'm stuck with this person. Yeah. And if you're both married, like they're both actively married, right? Like it's a full affair. Yeah. I think one of them's like getting a divorce or something or separated. Allegedly. But apparently they're not ashamed of their relationship. (laughs) With one company source describing them as two consenting adults who ended up loving each other. I'm, I want these guys to be together. And hopefully, so hopefully they don't get disciplined about it from their bosses. Yeah, I ship them. They're like really, they're a really, a really hot on air couple. This, this Daily Mail zoom up of them holding hands while she's holding a thermos. Like, I can't believe they got a whole team on this to like follow them to cottages and stuff. They like they would have had no idea because it never would have crossed their mind that anyone would fucking care. I know. Yeah, it's really cute because apparently they have like this crazy on air chemistry. I mean, it would be bad if it ended badly. I know. I wish I like I was invested by having seen their news segments, their three p.m. news segments before the, pi- the pictures of him tapping her butt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I do feel Uggs. bad for their partners. Oh my god, them doing the marathon together? I know. That's naughty. I I get the vibe from these the picture of them with their marathon medals alone that they're gonna be together and get like married. I think that well, I think the reason we I don't feel outraged about this is because I had no <laughs> yes. skin in the game before I found out about this cute little affair and the butt tapping. But obviously 
yeah, really sad and shit for the partner. Think of the think of the nanny, the documents the nanny released in terms of Jason Sudeikis's mind frame when he found out about his wife bussing Harry Styles. I feel like we our feelings about affairs are like totally dictated by what we know about how the other side feels. So if like his or her spouse came out with like an interview or an Instagram post or something and said they were heartbroken and dev- you know, we'd like the tables would turn, but if they stay quiet, then people will ship it. It's all we're all just very fickle because we obviously know literally nothing about these relationships whatsoever behind the scenes. Yeah. The cabin. The pr- I think the biggest problem with infidelity is that, like, what makes infidelity attractive is also the most fucked up thing about it. Like, the, the secrecy and the hiding and the going off to a cabin together and, like, the f- that makes it sexier, which is is so fucked up. Because that's what makes it, a wor- like, worse to your partner, but it's also what makes it attractive in the first place. I know. Yeah, that's why it's hard. To- that's why I'm always surprised when, like, people, when people genuinely know that that's that it's right because I'm like how can you actually know that it, that this is real like that what these two have is real and it's not just like this flirty office banter that like now you have chemistry you have that sexual tension but it's all made all the more hot because you can't do it and I'm like imagine giving up your marriage for something like that because I would be so scared that yeah I'd just get over it exactly and you don't know like the whole point I think the whole reason that people have affairs a lot of the time as an Esther Perel disciple is either because there's like you want to get out of you want to escape from just how monotonous like marriage and children are because you just know what you're going to be doing every minute of every day and it's like constant and stressful and there's always stuff on and like an affair offers an escape where you don't know what's going to happen in five minutes or in the future so it's like you don't necessarily pick people to have affairs with that you can see being with and having children and marrying because that's the whole attraction of them in the first place. Exactly. But you probably don't actually want to like leave your partner for them. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny how we think like women having affairs is empowering and how we think men having affairs is like disgusting. <laughs> yes, but that's true. But it's just true. <laughs> because women having affairs, it's, it's I don't know. I feel like it's, I, I feel like there's just always, I just, I just do feel like there's always more to it. Well, yeah. I mean, there's always more to it, even if the more to it is just that you that they make you feel attractive and your partner hasn't been making you feel attractive. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, this huge, deeply emotional thing. I think a lot of the time, I mean, this was this is um, a th- me thing maybe anyway, but I feel like a lot of the time, who was it that we were talking to or that was talking about this? Was it Imrata on her podcast when she said her and her best friend on the first episode of the podcast and they were talking about like sleeping with men when they were younger and M Ryder was saying mm. like it was like so much about like validation mm-hmm. and and like feeling as though you're attractive and that they want you. I feel I feel like that's like a lot of the reason women get with men and have affairs. Like that women get with men like just in general because it like I don't know, it's that thing of like feeling special (laughs) yeah needing to feel special again this is like yeah monogamy is so fucking fucked like it's just so it's like such a catch-22 it's very hard to keep the romance alive i i also feel like i'm like very slack with that sort of 
stuff. My it was so cute. I was on um FaceTime. She's gonna probably kill me. But I was on FaceTime to my sister and I saw in the background like a piece of paper on the on the wall. And I was like, what is that? And this is my gorgy little sister who's getting married very soon. And her and her um fiance Molly had like written their love languages on the the piece of paper and had stuck it to the wall. And so Nahiwi's was um quality time and Molly's is like words of affirmation and then underneath they'd written three things they need from the other person. Why are girls so fucking cute? Like I know. That is gorgeous. Can you imagine ever yeah. doing that with a man? <laughs> I know and it's also just so cute because it's like it's just I feel like so much of the time with like yeah cheating or just with like arguments or whatever it's just a miscommunication issue and it's like people communicating in different ways it's miscommunication and it's also i think i saw a tiktok about this but just saying how like the longer you're in a monogamous relationship the more you become like family like you you recreate a lot of your like family bonds in terms of like how you can rely on each other how you speak to each other what the household is like the things you talk about the things you stress about they're much more like familial so it kind of makes sense that you like the closer you get to being like family, the further away you get from sex because your brain is like starting to associate that person with like family signals or something. So you need to have these like boundaries in your relationship so you don't overly associate your partner with family. You need to have like boundaries where you pull back so you also can associate them with like sex. Yeah. (laughs) crazy. Yeah, because it's it's funny. It's it actually I don't know. It's that thing of like it actually genuinely takes like proper work to keep that alive. I I just think that like you need to actually actively constantly be like, okay, so we're gonna do a date night this night, or we're gonna dress up, or we're gonna thing. And as you say, like Esther Pro obviously always says that you want your partner to be like everything to you. Like, mm. the person who takes out the rubbish, but then also the person... And, like, who's very reliable, but then who also, like... It's, like, hard to have someone that's reliable, dependable, the person that you do, like, all these menial, boring things with, but then also the person that, like, really excites you and turns you on and, like, is... Like, I don't know. It's hard to be, like, sexually attracted to someone who, at the same time, you need to be... Yeah, like, reliant yeah. on. Because yeah. you want spontaneity, but then, yeah, that's, like, not what you want from, like, a long-term partner. That's what I mean. We're, like, set up for failure so hard. <laughs> yeah. But... Godspeed to these. Listen, your co-star. I, yeah, Godspeed to them, honestly. My... I think for us, because we've, like... I haven't worked with straight men since <laughs> I was, like, 19. So I'm, like, I can't even remember, like, the thrill of the extremely low stakes, like, workplace crush. It just hasn't happened since I had a crush on the projectionist when I worked at the movie theatre when I was 18. Yeah. I'm trying to think, too, of who I – I've definitely – oh, yeah, when I was um, in first year of uni, I was bussing. Actually, this is really bad behaviour, and I mm. swear I haven't done it since, but I was bussing – Someone who had a girlfriend. Oh. I was the other woman when I was 19 years old. Yeah, I was also the other woman when I was 19 years old, but in, like, such a teenage, (laughs) like, non, like, sad way where basically I was, like, in love with this guy and we had this, like, total always talking at work but never hooked up and then he got a girlfriend and then I got drunk and called him and told him I loved him Mm. and then woke up the next day and was like, I need to jump in front of a moving car. Like, I cannot go back to work. So it's like the other woman, but got none of the perks. 
Wait, that's maybe, so funny. That's not get a little being bush. the other woman. It's just being a fucking like. <laughs> so he's just like this crazy annoying girl from my work, and you're like, <laughs> we, had no, we had an affair. And I, I think the I'm other like woman. Charlize Theron, like femme fatale. That's so funny. Mine was yeah. Mine was like bad. Yeah, what and was yours? Um, did she? Did you ever talk to her or get confronted? Yes, she threw she threw a glass of water at my face <laughs> across the bar. It was bad. So it, I felt like real housewives. I know. Um, and then we ended up having like it was really sweet because we ended up having this like really cute heart. He he was just like a dog basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we ended up having this like really cute heart to heart where she was just like, I I look at her and think she's like the most gorgeous. I was just so jealous of her because I really mm. really really liked him, and so I was so jealous of what they had. And then she was just like, when we sat down and talked, it was really sweet. Cause she was like. Well, imagine she was like, imagine for me, like he's just hooking up with you, like you, and I was like, what? And she was just like, you're so me? no, and she was just like, you're so like gorgeous and like and like funny and whatever. And I was like, I look at you and think the same things, and it was just this oh like really God. sweet thing because we were both just like feeling insecure about the other person, and then we had like this really gorgeous moment where we were like, we're both better than him. That's so nice. That's yeah. like such a that's like a movie. That's like a. Um. Yeah, I wish I I wish I had that moment with this random much older girl <laughs> who was probably like, "I'm not threatened she, by you," and you're, you're she like so texts you and goes, "Stop texting my boyfriend." <laughs> she sent me a Facebook message after I called him and just goes, "Oh my god!" Wow. <laughs> oh my god! I knew they were together. I was wasted in a shed in Marrickville. Wow! <laughs> and everyone around me, even strangers, were like, "Don't do that." And I was like, "Hey." <laughs> I actually, this is quite funny. I dated, um, actually, this is kind of naughty behavior too. I was like a bad, a bad girl. I think everyone's bad when they're young. A reformed bad girl at like twenty one, and would never ever do anything like this again. But I also got a crush on this other guy who was in a band, and um, he Mm. had like a long term girlfriend, and then they basically we never like hooked up or like did any cheating or anything like that. I just kind of like became his friend and like very clearly liked him and then they eventually broke up and then we uh like three it was actually quite cute the way he did it like three months later he told me they'd broken up but that he'd like been thinking of me the whole time or whatever and then Mm. she sent me a letter like a handwritten like six page letter girls are so funny that's the kind of shit i would have done yeah about i can't even it was from me so bad i can't even remember what it said but it was basically like about how it would never work between me and him and, like, all this stuff. And I was like, okay, Sophie, I'm going to make this fucking work. Sophie. Her name's Sophie, I just remembered. (laughs) Jealousy, I love that, like, I know we can't talk a huge amount about the White Lotus every single week, but I feel like we kind of can because I feel like it is what everyone is watching and talking about and caring about. Yeah, the best in the world. So good. And I loved how, um, yeah, they're, like, examining with Ethan and Harper – like what jealousy looks like in men versus women and how in women it's so internal and you just like sit and stew and think about it and think about it. And you know what I mean? And yes. then for him, he's just immediately like aggressive asking, like he's visualizing, I don't know. It's, it's just, um, it's fascinating. I was just thinking about how like when I'm, 
when I have been jealous in the past, it's just, it's so overwhelming and all consuming and you just completely lose any sense of rationality. Like write, writing that letter, like it just, it's, it's the, it's the most horrible, nope. horrible <laughs> feeling mm-hmm. to give justice to Amy and TJ's spouses. Like that suspicious feeling and then finding out that it's right. It's just like your brain function goes out the window and you become like a total lunatic. I know. And the way that these two talk show hosts would have been like talking their partners down off the ledge and being like, no, Mm -hmm. no, no, it's just on ear banter. I mean, it's probably just the woman, (laughs) the the, like wife. The husband would have been like, yeah, yeah, I like him. He's a good bloke. Um, But yeah, the (laughs) wife. Yeah, the gaslighting that would have ensued for those two to get away to that cabin in the woods. What are your feelings on like like a partner having a very close female friend? Because for me, it's I don't know, it's just something I don't like. (laughs) But I don't know if I've always just been like too overly jealous. But I guess you just kind of know based on like the situation if it's someone like if it's us. I just don't think men and women are like both straight and both very, 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 very close friends that want to hang out all the time and someone doesn't want to bust someone. And that might sound retro. I just, I just, I've never seen that happen in real life. You have. <laughs> You've seen it happen with me and my friends. Yeah, actually. <laughs> I have like so, I have so many good guy friends um, who I've never, ever, ever hooked up with. Which is what's funny about my boyfriend and his girlfriends is like most of them have. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. hooked up at some point yeah but it's like it's like such childhood like they hooked up Mm -hmm. at uni and it was never really i don't think he's had sex with any of them i think it's just like drunken pashes that you do at uni with like your girlfriend anyway um he has like a lot of very good a lot of very good girlfriends who are like literally his best friends in the world um Mm -hmm. and i like yeah and i couldn't care less and and i think when we but when i think when we first got together the the thing that would kind of like 
that would get me would be when it would be like a random name I'd never heard of that he'd be messaging. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like just a random girl, and then the, like even the other day, like two days ago, I was, there was he was just messaging like back and forth, back and forth a girl whose name I've never heard, and I was like, "You have so many random friends," and he was just like, "Oh yeah, this is like blah blah blah," and like I think it, yeah, I think it just depends on what they're like as people, because mm-hmm. yeah, I think with you, my you ex, meet you meet people straight away and you just know, like, and there's people you just get the vibe off of, and you just it like almost yeah. always ends up being correct, <laughs> or like with my or like what. No, sorry, also what your partner is like as a p- person. Like, it's like with mm-hmm. my ex, if he was talking to random girls, if he was missing random girls, I would just be like, you're not the kind of person that, like, has many women that you're close to on that level. So, like, this seems weird or, like, out of character. Whereas with mine, mm-hmm. he probably talks to more women than, than men and that, like, makes sense. I mean, you, like, you know what I mean? Like, the other day he was like, la, 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 Grace said this. Like, he's just, like, messaging you. Like, he just, like, messages, mm-hmm. like, everyone and talks to all these different people. And, like, that mm-hmm. feels normal. I'm more thinking in the context of this story, but you're 100% right. But I'm, like, if your partner had, like, an on-air co-host that they're, like, very close with and they'd, like, go to the bar together after – I don't know. I'm just, like, I would be fucking over these two, like, a rash if I was married to him. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like looking at Olivia Munn's Instagram account for some reason the other week and I was just thinking about that again and I was just like it's just so hard because for her she's like just this gorgeous woman who's like met a guy and they've had a baby and maybe it's like a little bit unconventional but she's just living a happy life and for this other woman she's having this horrible time getting over this thing which is so hideous but it's like I don't know it's like you can you can see both sides like I think with cheating we like to think the people that engage with it are like horrible hideous awful people and half the time it's just like sadly someone can become unhappy in their relationship and leave and it doesn't actually even mean that the people involved are terrible people it's just like a sad circumstance i know you know and then i feel like you're constantly trying to prove even just i don't know you're like constantly trying to prove that it's real to all these outside people who actually don't even matter like i was thinking that with camilla marone and leonardo dicaprio yeah. i was just like <laughs> i reckon she probably stayed with him for like way longer than she even wanted to she wanted to prove that she wasn't just another model girlfriend yeah yes yeah, that's so true that's probably wait so like about leonardo dicaprio now or art basil yeah art basil i'm like very interested in how art basil has become it feels like it's like the new fashion week where it's like now the thing that it's actually a lot cooler to be going to and to be going to the parties and to be seen at. I think because fashion month has just become, I don't know. I just think with Instagram, it became the thing that everyone wanted to go to. So then lots of influencers went and then they became, I don't know. It just feels like the, the new frontier of like exclusive events that people want to go to is like freeze. Yes. Biennale, Art Basel. <laughs> Yeah, so Art Basel is this annual art fair in Miami. And basically, I'm sure everyone saw that basically like every celebrity in the world was there over the weekend. Um, And there's just parties after party after party. And obviously, yeah, as you say, it kind of, I don't know, it was, yeah, it felt like much more major than ever this year for some reason. Mm -hmm. Looked very, very fun. Looked fun. The cut did like a great piece where they got a writer to go and go to all the parties and to like rate each one. 
which I was just thinking as I read this, this is like one type of journalism I could just never, ever, ever do that like social circuit stuff where you go to events yeah. and then you have to like interview, cele- you have to like go up to into celebrities on the spot and get quotes from them. I know. Hate. And even just having, to, I mean, I love how, how honest this writer was. They were like, they went to an event and um, went up to the door people and said that they were like the blah, blah, blah from New York magazine. And the door, and the door person goes, New York magazine would not be invited to this party and yeah. wouldn't let them in. I was like, New York <laughs> magazine. Named like, and named shamed the yeah, like who is getting invited? Like if, if you're not inviting the cut, like that's crazy. <laughs> exactly. That's so funny. Yeah, the, those publicists at those events get like so big for their boots, but that's why it's so funny. This person like outed them. She said she she said that Prada had a sad rave at the Fiona. <laughs> yeah. And I know. Like, I was like, you- I was like, wow, I can't believe they said that. Because the Prada London party you went to, I didn't go. I... Even in New York, people were talking about it, saying it was just fucking wild. Like it was so yeah, just huge and impossible to get into. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even really go. I went and it was fucking crazy. And I was like, I don't want to be here. It was like stressful. But yeah, it was like it was a huge, crazy rave. Jamie X X was playing and it was just it was just like crazy. Thousands of people outside. And then in, inside, it was like four story, four levels deep, and I was like, "This is not chic," and like left. A girl I spoke to about it was just like, some of the people that were telling me that they were invited, I was like, "I am not going to that. It's going to be a shit show." Because <laughs> they were like, if these random people I knew were invited, it was going to be like a free for all, which is so funny. So yeah, it didn't land in Miami for whatever reason. The rave weird. This writer says that she was at a party where she saw the Oppenheim brothers, which I don't know why I just find that funny that, like, these events are meant to be so exclusive and they would be there. Like, I'm like, I get selling Sunset is very popular. But the idea of, like, a luxury PR being, like, New York Magazine wouldn't be invited to something and then the Oppenheimer brothers are just about is funny to me. I spy the Oppenheim brothers who are even more petite in person than I expected. <laughs> One is wearing a cable knit sweater vest with bare arms. That's like the so cursed. Yes. And he, indiscernible as to which, says, it's not the night for talking to the press. <laughs> <laughs> That's iconic. I love it. Yeah, this person seems so nerdy and like cute. Yes, yeah, too so earnest for this crowd. Yes. At another party, she says, I walk up to two handsome boys. One of them is British with strong eyebrows, and I tell him he should be on Love Island. I actually turned Love Island UK down. He responds somewhat icily. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's a crazy thing to go up and say to a hot guy at a party. That's what I mean. I feel like this person has the right constitution for this job. For some reason, everyone is carrying business cards, which appear to be this year's it accessory. I actually found that in New York, like three people I was speaking to were like either gave me their business card or said, oh, my God, I left my business cards at home. And I was like, I've never had a business card. Let's make AWD business cards. Yes. A business card that just says yeah. AWD co-host, AWD co-CEO. Yes. And um, pink. Yeah, let's do that. No, yeah, I feel like business cards are cute because it's it's a weird when you make friends. I made a friend the other day um in a <laughs> shop well like in a fa- in a store that I was shopping in and just started chatting to her and she was like really friendly and lovely 
And then I walked out of the shop and I was like, oh, I want to be friends with her. Um, and then my boyfriend was like, go back and like get her details then. And then oh I was, I, we'd, already, we'd already walked down the road. And then I was like, okay, fuck it. I'm going to go back. And so I like ran back up the road, realized when I got to the shop that like it, I for, I'd forgotten that it was like a doorbell you needed to press. So like I had to press the doorbell and you had to get up again and come and let me in. And then I was like, hi, sorry. Um, I was wondering if I could get your Insta. And then she replied, I don't have Insta. And then it was like, like, as in we swapped numbers, but it was like so awkward from that point. Cause I was just like, just, I was like, okay, I don't know what, where do I go from here? And then she gave me her number, but that felt like so much more direct and weird to then like be texting her instead of like on Insta, you can just like quiet stalk for a while and then reply to a story and like start chatting that way in a more organic, candid way. Going in cold. That's like very aspirational to not have Instagram. Firstly. I know. I was like, I go, I go. Oh my god, chic. <laughs> They're the chic, chic as fuck. <laughs> but that's not. That's so nice. Asking for a friendship number is is really fucking cute. You need to write a story about that. Yeah, and then I didn't text for like two days, and then I texted and said we should get a drink, and she said she would love that. That is so beautiful. The birth of a beautiful friendship. Um, but yeah, the business card thing would have really saved my ass then. I kind of like the business card. I'm kind of into it, but I, I obviously just. Apparently in New York, where you are, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, everyone walks around and like if you start chatting to someone and become friends with them, everyone says, what's your Insta? Like immediately and everyone swaps Instagram details, which is cute. But also just I hate being on, I hate being chained to Instagram. I feel the same and it's too hard. So there's like a girl I was speaking to who's like an Italian influencer and she gave me her email address because she was like insta's too annoying i think she was basically trying to say i like we'll just never see your dm because i think she has like a lot of followers Mm. but she was like email me and i'll tell you where all the best outlets are in milan so cute so we'll have that on hand next time yeah it's weird though because well i think this is what instagram has done and maybe this is like a really negative thing but i was gonna say instagram i mean texting someone feels like too forward these days it's mm-hmm. funny because calling is way too forward. And if anyone calls me, I'm like, what are you doing? If you don't know them, obviously. But Yeah, my then- brother said he got a girl's number and he called her. And I was like, that is too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's going to like, she's going to reply, I was wow. Like, That's so intense. And he was like, really? And I was like, yes, that would have been terrifying to her. Like when you give a number, you expect a text. You don't expect a call. Yes, yes. That's so cute and old school. I know, it's really cute. Yeah, but now texting even feels too forward. So I feel like maybe we need to like, yeah, bring it back, get off the IG, swap numbers, text each other. Because also then it makes it makes you have to say the thing. Like I got that girl's number and then was like, well, now I have to text her something. So like, mm-hmm. so that, because I can't just like not, I don't know. And then, so then I just said, let's get a drink. And now we're just like going to get a drink instead of just faffing about on Instagram, liking each other's posts for the next eternity yes i think an an app needs to be invented that's like a new instant messaging app that's not whatsapp like i really am craving right now the delineation between like whatsapp for i don't know like work like a so a social messaging app and a work messaging app that's not slack I know. It's like WhatsApp's a lot. I don't know. I just need, I need something else. What you're talking about, like a more casual form of texting that's not Instagram and is not texting. (laughs) Yeah. MSN Messenger, bring it back. MSN Messenger. 
where I met my first um, digital boyfriend who I never met in real life. Nick. Nick. Yeah, I'd, I had a digital boyfriend as well, actually. And he was like a goth and loved the cure. And then when he got a girlfriend, I cried in the toilets and I never even met him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. Before we before we get off Art Basel, this is my other favorite story of the week. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay, so, so Page Six did a report on Leonardo DiCaprio having like hundreds of models on a boat in Miami. And then mm. Gorka, Gorka ran with it <laughs> and mm-hmm. said... Yeah, so so page six source said there were like a hundred models. A page six source said about Leonardo DiCaprio's Wednesday night art basel party on a Swedish billionaire's yacht. I've literally never seen more models in my life. No one was <laughs> no one was quote unquote normal looking. It was models, models, models. Hidden among the models, models, models were Pussy Posse members, Toby Maguire, Richie Akava, and Hallie Namid unaccounted for among the models 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 was model 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 Gigi Hadid who has recently been linked romantically to DiCaprio how can she go out with him when stories like that come out honestly I know in the past weeks the pair have been spotted at various locations such as an after party and dinner but she has not yet been spotted with her aging wet rumored lover in Miami Jared Leto was also at the fucking yacht party Someone needs to round these fucking men up and just, like, <laughs> throw them overboard, make them walk the plank. Honestly, they're so gross. Toby The Maguire. models need to push them down the plank. Literally, and they need to, like, do a mutiny and take over the yacht. Wait, what was this to- that Toby Maguire story? Oh, that the, um, that girl you know was, saw Toby Maguire and Leonardo DiCaprio at the beach, right? She saw Leonardo DiCaprio. She's, like, a, an actress, was sunbathing at Cannes. Leonardo DiCaprio walked over with his agent. His agent came over to her agent and goes, Leonardo's just, like, spotted your, like, girl, whatever. Um, She's so beautiful. We're having a party later. Leo would love to invite her. He thinks she'd be perfect for his friend Toby Maguire. That is, like, the <laughs> rudest thing you can say to a model. That is, like, literally the cruelest and most heinous thing. <laughs> and this is, like, back, like, before Leo was as foul as he is now. That was kind of, like... Peak Leo. Peak Leo. Toby, I don't know. I, I just have such a, like, bad vibe for Toby Maguire. Like, even without all of this evidence, I just – he's not he's not correct. No, he's CD. I don't know why he's famous. <laughs> I don't know why. Gigi Hadid's so cute. She did this, like, Vogue seven outfits in seven days. And I was watching it before we jumped on the call and I've got it freeze framed and she's wearing ripped jeans, green <laughs> Nike sneakers, no. a hot pink t-shirt. Her coat is pale yellow with giant pink polka dots and she's wearing giant dinosaur earrings and she's about to put on a green beaded <laughs> choker. What? <laughs> what is she oh, doing? I know so she's cute. so shot. I just want to give her a little cuddle. Jade Queen. Yeah, her style yeah. is so bad. It's like that wall in her toilet of New Yorker covers is like. Yes, obviously. That was the first thing that popped into my brain. <laughs> <laughs> can't unsee it. She can't go out with Leonardo DiCaprio. She just can't. What is she thinking? How could anyone. Like, if I read that story about Leonardo DiCaprio, I'd be like, yuck, and I'm not a supermodel. So, what is she playing at i know but you know 
he just knows how to obviously charm women in this crazy way. It's like this other guy, there's there's, there's a prolific man about London who's been ruining my life of late because he's like dating every (laughs) single woman I know and like just it's I'm getting somehow caught in the middle. And I was like saying to my boyfriend, I was just like, I can't with this, like this fucking man, like what, I don't even get what the attraction is. And then my boyfriend was like, honestly, Izzy, when you meet him, like you will want to boss him. <laughs> like my boyfriend's like, I just get it. Like he just, cause he knows him and he was like, he'll just like turn it on you and make you feel like you're the only person in the room. And that's obviously what Leonardo DiCaprio has. God. What does Toby make have? Make stop. Toby has nothing. Toby has his friendship with Leonardo. His what does he have on that. him for them to have stayed friends for so long? So he had, do you know how Jonah Hill used to hang out with them and then he met Phil Stutz and then got evolved in therapy and now he's nowhere to be seen, thank God. I know. He probably thinks they're feral and disgusting. Can't wait for the New York Times expose on Toby Maguire. I'm lying in wait. Can't wait for the New York Times expose on Leo. Yeah. On the pussy posse? Yeah, has, that, has there ever been like a big thing on that? No. Not, re- not like a reputable one. Just rumours and reports. <laughs> Various We should rumors. do it. An AWD investigation similar to the Daily Mail investigation on the Good Morning America host. AWD investigates. I, we wouldn't yeah. be able to get onto the yacht because <laughs> we're not models. Models, models. <laughs> models, models. So I'd models, be like, New York everywhere. Magazine was not invited to this party. AWD was, <laughs> you fucking normal looking bitches are not invited to the yacht. <laughs> I'm I'm just surprised by like I don't know that he still like gets the turnout I guess but I don't think everyone sees him in the way we see him like I'm surprised like he could still attract a giant crowd but I guess he just has so much money and a yacht like if you rock up people will come apparently he was seen talking during this like party filled with model apparently some other page six source was like some of the models were wearing um like see-through dresses with nothing underneath. Oh, I'd love <laughs> Which to is see quite that. raunchy, to be fair. Um, yeah. Apparently Leo was like caught also seen talking to the owner of the yacht about conserving the oceans. I was like, Leo, <laughs> just give it a rest. <laughs> Wait, also rest. one more thing. Special girlies, the Patreon app this week. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited because we'll be recording after Harry and Megan's first episode of their Netflix show, drops they're in new york city right now grace with you i know i saw this the other day uh, like today um meg they got some amazing humanitarian award, award yes. for archwell gorgeous i was like don't ask questions don't know what archwell's actually done but just gonna let them have their moment yeah meg wore off the shoulder louis vuitton yeah it was custom louis vuitton you just wouldn't like not like you wouldn't have guessed like it looked beautiful no, but there I was did nothing not guess, yeah. Louis Vuittoni about it it yeah. was just like a nice gown she was smiling like the Cheshire cat as always Harry and... holding the umbrella as she got out of the car I was like I can't help but I can't help falling in love with you too <laughs> <laughs> I know he's so he's so hot he just is what are your predictions for the doc so there's volume one and volume two love a new trailer has dropped there's six episodes, but we just know when the first two are coming, which I'm just assuming they're really? all coming weekly. There's six episodes. 
I thought it said volume one, the eighth volume. Oh, so it's saying volume one, the eighth, volume two, the 15th, yes. and there's six volumes. Why yes. are they saying volume? Yes. I'm like, is this I know. Like a Charles Dickens saga? It kind of is. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. I feel like the entire Patreon episode is going to be a play-by-play of this docuseries. I, see, I like text Grace, and I was like, Grace, it comes out Wednesday. You're the first. I'm sure. I think it drops globally at the same time everywhere, but it comes out. Okay. It says New York Wednesday midnight. Because it's like oh, th- I'm gonna stay up to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very exciting. Write live um, notes. Like pause as you go. What do you, my predictions are? Episode one needs to have like a bit of something so people get hooked, and then it'll go quiet for a bit, and then maybe four or five, there'll be like a big. Rev- you know, they're gonna. Well, I can't believe that Harry said in this second trailer, um, basically that the palace was planting stories about Megan. He goes, "There's mm. what did he say? He said that there's leaking." Sure, like as in stories get leaked to the press, but then he was also like, "There's planting of stories." Mm-hmm. That's crazy, crazy. Can't wait. Okay, we gotta go. Have fun Talk in New York then, with Mariah guys. and Megan. I know. I was thinking that. I was like, Mariah's here, Megan's here, everyone's it's in a New place York. To be. Grace O'Neill's here. Grace O'Neill's in the middle, and Mariah's <laughs> filming. <laughs> Alexa Demi's Go be in an Imrata TikTok, please. I know. I, yeah, I was like kind of self-conscious. I was like, what do I want to be looking like if I'm like a blurry dot in an Imrata TikTok? So I rang it in. <laughs> I didn't dance too hard or sing too loud. Aww. I know, I want you to be doing your dances. <laughs> My um, special dancing. <laughs> special dances. Okay. okay bye. bye, girlies. Bye. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.